0: You're looking to get out of your own way and make things happen, and you love inspirational tips that are based on the science of happiness and well being, you're in the right place. It's time to default to yes, your extraordinary self. This is your host, Julie Reynolds, certified nurse coach and aromatherapist, ready to bring you those tips and make sure that we're all pointed in the right direction. Hello, my friends. I want to talk about today a topic that comes up in conversations with friends, um, on social media, in the news, in well, comes up all the time with my coaching clients, kind of the reason for coaching in the first place, um, self-discipline. All right. Doesn't sound like a really fun topic to talk about, but I believe it's a necessary topic. And I think that I can give a little bit of perspective to this. That might actually make self-discipline a little, a um, little more fun, a little more enjoyable. Uh, certainly, giving us a perspective to uh, maybe appreciate it more. Self-discipline uh, is all comes back to really to self-awareness, self-love, self-compassion. It's an act of love, really, and kindness that ripples out to all those who you show up for, and just want to ask you what that looks like for you today. Now, I recently uh, guided a group of women through a week-long self-challenge. We explored all, well, many of the aspects of our relationship with self. And I gave daily challenges. They rose to the occasion, shared openly, got vulnerable, connected with one another. It really was beautiful, and it was what I hoped for in all my coaching groups. The biggest takeaway seem to be that self-discipline is really an act of love. And many of us see the things that we do, uh, eating right, exercise, sleep enough, rest enough, learn, invest, even going to the next level at work as discipline, as work, something that we should do or we have to do to get to the good stuff. So we see it as things that it's a way to get to the good stuff. Well, what if we saw it all as the good stuff? I have for years been telling myself, for example, give you a real life example. I've been telling myself that I hate to exercise. I spent several weeks in coaching just trying to unpack this very topic that because I seem to think that because I didn't like it, I wasn't going to do it, but it's something that I just have to do. So I needed to get over it. Now, I recently heard one coach explain it or kind of um, draw the analogy of brushing our teeth. And I thought about that. A discipline like brushing our teeth, something that we do on autopilot, really. We do it so that we um, don't end up a slave to the dentist, right? That's our hope anyway. But do we love to brush our teeth? No, we want, we want fresh breath and we want nice teeth. So we do it. It's a non-negotiable we grew up doing it. It's just something that we don't even consider as self discipline, but it is a good habit. It is a practice that we learned and can do it on automatic now it's also not as time consuming as exercising and maybe not as hard as learning something new and you don't get sweaty brushing your teeth and if you do, we've got a whole nother problem but I did um caused me to lean into a little bit more about the science behind habits and how our brain works. Our brain is really fascinating. Uh, And uh, some of the things that uh, our brain does to work that actually works against, we can control that and we can make it work for us. Now, uh, back with habits, uh, when we attach it to a reward, uh, it changes everything. So I attached a reward to my time on the treadmill. Now, doing that for just a short few weeks really worked. And you know what? I actually started to enjoy it. I started to experience the reward. That was in how good I felt in the afternoon on the days that I practiced self-love and got on the treadmill. Now, the reward I actually attached to that is that there's a podcast that I listen to that I enjoy to lis- listening to, and I, I know that it gets my mindset right in the morning. And I like to listen to it every morning. It's also a short podcast, so sometimes it's 10-minute 10 ep- 10 episodes, sometimes it's 20, it can be longer, but I knew that I could probably be on the treadmill for the length of time that it took me to listen to that podcast. So I was really spending no extra time just moving on the treadmill while I listened to it. So I kind of set a guideline that I could only listen to this podcast if I was on the treadmill and I went to doing that. And you know what? I get on the treadmill, I took tri- that, I turn that podcast on and I barely even notice the time that go going by. So here are my three tips for making habits stick that I applied to myself. First of all, start small, set yourself small, achievable goals that you can easily accomplish. My podcast wasn't very long, so I knew I could be on the treadmill for the length of time that it took me to listen to that podcast. And I could probably then build from there once I was in the habit of actually starting the exercise. Now, setting those small achievable goals will help you build momentum and confidence in your ability to stick to that habit. Number two, make it fun. Find ways to make that habit enjoyable. Might not be a podcast for you, maybe reward yourself uh, for completing it that that task or trying to do it with a friend so depending on what it is that you're what kind of change that you're trying to make will be the what how you can make it fun you're creative you're smart you're intuitive you can figure that out i'm sure all right so one start small two make it fun three track your progress keep track of your progress and review it regularly This will help you motivate to keep going and will help you identify any areas that you may be struggling. So I like to track. I started really simple, just putting X's on a dry erase board. Now, one of my top strengths is competition. And so I like to see that that string of X's uh, forming and I don't want to break the cycle once it gets started. Now, again, this is not going to be the same for you, but that's what I did and then if I did have to break the cycle, it caused me to say, ask myself why? And was there a way that I could have overcome that to keep consistent, stay consistent? So start small, make it fun and track your progress. Now, if you're like me, that is still kind of the easy part. I can make plans and theorize about how I'm going to do something. But the moment arrives to do it, in my case, to get out of bed and get on the treadmill, the dread kicks in before i even wake up now i say before i even wake up because there's something about our brains that likes to protect us from being uncomfortable so our brains interpret being uncomfortable as being unsafe so and and especially like changing our habits i was making a change in my morning routine and our brains tend to like to stay the same they so they interpret they Our brains interpret change and discomfort as not safe, and our brains will do anything to keep us safe. So I'm not kidding you. I got up to go to the bathroom one night, and I noticed that before I went back to sleep, I was already coming up with reasons not to get on the treadmill. I thought, this is ridiculous. My brain isn't even working while I'm sleeping. I'm barely even awake, and it's already telling me why I shouldn't do this thing that I have already determined to do. So fortunately, I had a plan. I had my socks ready to go at the side of the bed. I had my my the clothes I needed. My shoes and socks were there. So all I had to do is throw my legs over the side of the bed, put them in my shoes, put my glasses on. I had my my podcast, uh, my earbuds right there. I had everything that I needed, so I could just grab it and head straight upstairs to the treadmill. All right, so. Going back to the dread, where does that come from? Let's, talk, let's just talk about that for a few quick seconds. Now, I'm talking about that feeling of dread that or that deep, overwhelming fear and anxiety. It can really come from a variety of sources, including the fear of unknown, the fear of failure, the fear of future, fear of conflict, fear of disappointment, or just simply a pattern of negative thinking. Maybe this is just a thought that you have, you've always had it. And once you identify it, you'll say, I don't even believe that. I don't even believe that I don't, that this isn't going to be fun. So let's just change that thought. So now some of you might be thinking, let's not make more of this than it is. I just don't want to. It's more fun and it's more, I can just, I can use that extra sleep I can do something more fun and easy and I just don't like to do it. That's just, it's just as simple as that. But that kind of thinking is for people who are not defaulting to yes and that's not you. So go back to that that feeling of dread, whatever, that when that feeling of I don't want to do this comes up and you start making rationalizations or reasons why you can't do it or why you do it, why you will do it later. Or maybe that you don't need to do it at all. And sometimes that might be the case, but that comes from, again, it might just be all of those things, that fear. It might be a fear of disappointment. What if I do this and I work really hard and I don't get the results that I want? Or what if I do this and it, and it causes me a conflict somewhere else? Or what if I do it and I just simply don't succeed? A lot of different things can come up for you when you start to examine this, but just know that you don't have to believe everything that you think, and you can totally change this. So when dread comes up, and it does for everyone, we can find a solution of why it's coming up, the commitment to the goal, a pattern that needs interrupted in your, your, because your brain is telling you that it's more important to be comfortable or safe. The good news is that we're aware of that, what that thought is, we can change it and for the most part, overcome it. Now, that sounds really simple. I know that it is still work and I know that it's not, uh, it might be simple, but I know it's not easy. Now, the bad news is that we may be able to know it's coming, tolerate its presence, understand it better and even plan around it, but it's not going away. Dread pops up for everyone at some time, and maybe less for uh, some than others, but it is for everyone. So what is it for you? What are you dreading doing? My coach encourages dread sprints, and that kind of plays on the idea that dreading takes a lot of energy. Sometimes some of us are dreading things for all day long. We're dreading things for maybe weeks at a time. The idea here is that you're going to dread it anyway, spend this energy, might as well spend a whole lot less energy and a whole lot less time and just get it over. Allow yourself a certain amount of time to, to experience all the feelings of dread to unpack that and then just go do the thing that you know you want to do. Mel Robbins has a five second rule. That's a way to interrupt the pattern of the brain and sprint through the dread by counting backwards from five, five, four, three, two, one, do whatever it is that, it, that you have set your mind to do. These are all ways to train our brains, our amazing brains to do tricks to get started, to take the first step towards those actions of self-love that we call discipline. Now, again, self-discipline is an act of love and kindness that ripples out to all those that you hope to show up for. So what does that look like for you today? It starts with awareness and understanding, self-compassion for the process. There's no judgment here. You know what you want. Go get it. And make a plan for getting what you really want. Default to your extraordinary self today. Show yourself some self-love. I'm on the journey with you. This is Julie Reynolds, nurse coach and aromatherapist, and I'm cheering you on today. As you default to your extraordinary self, default to yes. Thanks for listening to the Default to Yes podcast. Be sure to visit reimaginewellness.org forward slash yes. The link is in the show notes. This is where you can find the link to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover some bonus content. If you loved this episode and found it helpful, subscribe and leave a review. I will love your feedback. I appreciate you taking time to tune in and I'm honored to be on the journey with you as you default to yes, your extraordinary self.